What's up, everybody? It's Coulter Nuanez from your favorite daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now, which airs live each weekday between 4 and 6 p.m. on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and worldwide on the ESPN MT app. And of course, as you're listening right now, you can always find Nuanas Now archived as well on the Nuanas Now podcast. If you haven't checked out the M Store in downtown Missoula, you need to. At the M Store, they're all Grizz all the time. They have some of the best, but more importantly, most unique selection of Grizz gear you're going to find anywhere. They got stuff that nobody else in town, nobody else in the state of Montana has available. And right now, the M Store has a whole bunch of great deals going on. April specials include huge percentage discounts on all headwear, sweatshirts, and jackets. They also are now an authorized Apple service provider. They offer computer repair. They got MacBooks, iPads, and a whole bunch of great Apple products in store there as well. Go check out the M Store, located at the corner of Higgins and Broadway in downtown Missoula, Montana. It's a great new location, a ton of merchandise, all April long at the M Store. Polos, headwear, sweatshirts, jackets. Go check out all their maroon and silver. The M Store, where they're all grizz all the time. One, two, three. What is now on ESPN Radio. Of all the shows I've been talking up and I'm pumped for, that's the one I'm the most pumped for. Incubus, baby. Welcome back. No one is now. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Hope you're having a great day, even though it's a drizzly, gloomy Monday, at least here in western Montana. Got a little sun over the weekend, so that was good. Missed anything in the first hour of today's show? You can always find it. On the Nuanas Now podcast, it was the Montana Football Hour, MSU Spring Game style. Spent the weekend in Bozeman checking out the Sunny Holland Classic annual spring football game for Montana State football. And uh, gave some takeaways, played some sound bites, heard from Brent Vegan, Tommy Malott, McKay O'Reilly, and uh, some impressions of MSU after watching them. We'll do some comparing and contrasting between the Cats and the Grizz just for fun. We don't want to take it too seriously. You know, who's got the edge where? I think so. A lot of it's just a coin flip, and a lot of it's just a matter of fitting into the schemes, and I think they, they're they running such different stuff now on both sides of the ball that uh, definitely got you. Um, there's going to be a lot of stalemates, but either way, we'll, we'll lead that tomorrow. Uh, you can find the Nuanas Now podcast on all of your various podcast hosting networks. It's probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day. You want to stream the show, you always can, 1029ESPN.com. Just click on Listen Live, and you'll find the audio live stream. And if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. You can call or text that number anytime. Uh, between 4 and 6 every weekday here uh, on ESPN Radio. Let's go down to Rangish Brothers RV phone line and welcome in an old friend, I think we could say at this point, a friend of the show because he's come on a couple times now, and one of the great players in the modern history of Montana State football, guy who played nine seasons in the NFL, a Glendive Montana native. It's Mike Person joining us here uh, on Nuan is now part of our Montana Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony lead up. Mike, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing not too bad. How are you? Good, man. First of all, first of all give people the update. Where are you in the world? Last time I saw you, I think it was at the Gold Rush there in Bozeman, uh, first game of the football season last fall, and uh, you were 
working in Miami for the Dolphins. What's going on now, though? Give people the latest. Yeah, so uh, we uh, I coached with the Dolphins last year. Um, I'm back in Ohio right now. We uh, decided that moving the family down to Miami wasn't the best decision for us, um, for our family. So I'm just back to enjoying a semi-retired life and chasing the kids around and enjoying the time with my wife here in Columbus, Ohio. Well, let's talk briefly about last year. I totally understand the the lifestyle fit, and you've always been a family guy. And uh, I know we've talked a lot about how much your wife's contributed and helped you throughout this long journey where you guys have had so many different moves. So I can totally understand not wanting to move again. But from a football perspective, what, what was last year like? I mean, the Dolphins had a lot of extra attention last year for a variety of different reasons. Mike McDaniel, one of the one of the up-and-coming young head coaches in the NFL, and maybe a guy that's a little outside the box compared to some of the older veteran coaches. So what would you think of the experience? What would you learn from the experience with the Dolphins last year? It, it, it was a great experience. It really was. Um, Mike, uh, Coach McDaniel, he's such a smart guy, very intuitive guy, and he looks at the game in different ways. And being able to be around him every day, and learn from him and see how he approaches each week. It, it was really interesting to see the other side of it. Um, and you're right, he, is, he isn't like a lot of your quote-unquote traditional football coaches, but, you know, guys respond to him and he cares about his guys and they rightfully so play really hard for him. Well, very cool. It's, uh, you'll always have that experience to remember, and uh, we'll see where the coaching world maybe leads you next. Mike Person joining us here on Nuan is now part of our Montana Football Hall of Fame lead-up. I got the great honor of writing the bio about this guy, so I figured, hey, let's bring him on the radio, and we'll just uh, we'll talk it out for everybody to listen to, too. So we're, we're doing this for all you fine people out there. Uh, listen, Montana Football Hall of Fame in Billings. June 23rd and the 24th, please come join us. Uh, the banquet is the evening of Saturday the 24th. starts at 6 o'clock. There's a social starting at 5 o'clock. It's at the Billings Convention Center and Hotel, and it's one of my favorite events of the year. There'll be 20, 25 maybe former inductees there. So this is the who's who of the lineage of Montana football, and it's always an awesome time, great stories, and we're very excited uh, to have yet another induction class going in, including Mike Person, who joins us right now. So, Mike, let's go back to the very beginning uh, of your football life. Uh, growing up in Glendive, when did you first know that you loved football and, and wanted to, to chase that as a goal that then sort of influenced the rest of your life? I mean, I, I grew up around it since day one, with my dad being the head coach out there um, for almost 30 years, if not 30 years. Um so I, I was around it from day one, you know, watching my older brother uh, play football as he was growing up. Um, and, you know, some of my favorite memories of growing up are going to practice with dad. Uh, just being down there, being kind of a fly on the wall, you know, hitting attack on dummies when I was six. Just I'm sure I was getting in the way, but I was having the time of my life. And I knew... Uh, from the time I started playing football, I wanted to be an offensive lineman, and that, that's what I wanted to do. Wanted to be like my dad, like my brother, and it, it was just something that was always a part of me. And it it holds a very special spot in my heart. The game does. 
You, 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 it's rare you hear somebody say I wanted to be an offensive lineman. Is that because of the influence of your of your dad and your brother? I mean, most most of us want to be quarterbacks until all of a sudden, you know, then you're 200 when you're 14 years old and you got to go play on the O line. Well, no, that that no influence. Uh, you know, I couldn't throw a baseball very well, so I figured I couldn't throw a football very well. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's just something that. You know, I, I was always the big kid, and I knew that the big kids, they play O-line, and that's what I wanted to do. Well, I, I think that probably just having that mentality probably uh, helped you become an outstanding offensive lineman. But just tell me about the time during high school. What was the experience like playing for your dad? Because sometimes that goes really well. Sometimes it doesn't go so well, but it seemed like it got, went pretty well for you getting a Division I opportunity. So what, what was the, the high school times like with your old man? It was outstanding. Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, the great thing about playing for Dad was, you know, we'd go home and it's like he wasn't a football coach. Football stayed at school, and that's the only time we ever talked about it. Um, I remember one time he actually kind of got annoyed with me. We were eating dinner, and I was asking him questions and stopped me dead in my tracks and said, no, this is, this is family time. It's not time for football, so... I, I really appreciated that, um, looking back, that he gave me my space um, and didn't he didn't pound football down my throat 24-7. It was whenever I wanted it, then he would help me. But when it was family time, it was family time. And, you know, playing for him, it, it was he didn't treat me any, any different than any of the other kids, uh, guys on my team. And... You know, I, I, I just, it was one, one of the best experiences you could ever have being a high school football player. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Hope you're having a great start to your week. I know that there's at least one uh, brew pub there in Glendive, Montana that's got the show on right now. We're joined right now by Glendive's finest, Mike Person, uh, part of our Montana Football Hall of Fame lead-up coverage, Montana Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony, June 23rd and the 24th in Billings. Got a golf tournament on the 23rd if you'd like to play. Uh, but more importantly, please come join us at least for the um, induction ceremony. It's always one of my favorite nights of the year. Great stories, an awesome event. And I promise you, you'll enjoy yourself. You can get tickets at Universal Athletic Services across the state of Montana. Mike, one of uh, seven inductees, including, and then also in addition to a couple posthumous inductees as well, uh, coming up in this year's class. Uh, Glendive is a place that's had a lot of great athletes, Mike, but not a lot of guys that have gone on to get Division One opportunities in football. So uh, when you were first making your decision. What was it like, and, and uh, it's sort of a rare thing to have both the Cats and the Grizz on your doorstep recruiting you. What do you remember about those times, and, and what ended up uh, being the tipping point that led you to Montana State? You know, it, it, it was being a kid growing up in eastern Montana, and you have both schools recruiting you, know, you feel like you're king of the world. Um, it, it was a special feeling um, being recruited like that, but, you know, it I've told this story before, but I kind of always had a feeling I'd go to Montana State when I met Coach Kramer when I was in seventh grade. He was doing his eastern swing of the state, and we just so happened to go to the same restaurant for lunch as he was there. Um, I don't know if my dad planned that or not. He <laughs> says he didn't, but who knows. Um, 
But uh, it always stuck with me. He goes, well, and Coach Kramer goes, I guess we'll be seeing you in about six years. And that always stuck with me. And then once the recruiting process started going into my junior year, um, Coach Mack, Jason McIndoe was a constant presence, you know, always keeping in touch and just being just being a guy, really. You know, he, 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 you could tell that he wanted to build special relationships, and he was truly invested in the guys that he brought in. Um, I'm not saying that any of the other coaches that talked to me didn't have that, but I felt so strongly about that um, whenever I talked to Coach Mack. Uh, and then, you know, I remember the day uh, when I told my parents where I was going, it was Cat Grizz, my senior year in 2005, and Cats won that day, and I'd go to my dad, I said, I'm going to Montana State, and I was, all right, that sounds great. So it uh, it was a, a great experience being recruited by both schools as well as Wyoming. Um, those are kind of the three big schools that you look to go to um, growing up in a small town, and to have the opportunity to go to one of those three was pretty fantastic. Mike Person here on Nuwana's Die. I, I talked to Coach Mack the other day. It was so great catching up with him. And that's one of the things I love about being a part of this project because it gives you an excuse to call guys you haven't heard from in a little while for some of these bios. <laughs> and uh, so it's great talking to you too, man. But tell me, I mean, I think that's one thing that's so interesting is you going into this Hall of Fame class with Colt Anderson and you look at Colt Anderson and his career at Montana and it was such a mirror of Tim Houck's career. Tim Houck coached Colt Anderson for the beginning part of his time with the Grizz, and, and Tim was a you know small-town walk-on and went on to play in the NFL. And and Coach McAdoo and you sort of have similar parallels. The only difference is Coach Mack's a Wazoo alum instead of a Montana State alum, but a guy who was a young offensive line coach when he was coaching you, and I know uh, he had sort of similar experiences, especially early in his NFL career, that he could help advise you on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just take us through that part of this. I mean, it must it, it's probably been a, a great boon to you to have such a guy, a guy that has such a similar path, had walked such a similar path, mentoring you during this process? Oh, no doubt. I mean, there, there were some dark days early on in my NFL career, and uh, there was a handful of people that I knew who, whenever I called, they would pick up, and Coach Mack was one of them. And he always gave me the best advice, and when he had to kick me in the rear, he would. Um, the get my act together, but, you know, being able to pick his brain because he went through it was such a great resource for a young player. Um, and, you know, as you well know, you don't usually get the same offensive line coach for all five years at your school, but him being there for all five years that I was there, we still talk at least once a month to this day. And, you know, I always called him and Ruth. They were my second family um, in Bozeman. Uh, so just having someone like that, that you can lean on, who is invested in you, who has walked the path that you were trying to walk is it. You can't really put it into words what it means. One more question about your time at Montana State, because I do think it's an interesting narrative as well, because you mentioned you recruited by Mike Kramer, knew him since you were in seventh grade, and then go to play for him, but then uh, a whole bunch of stuff happens, and all of a sudden Kramer's out, Rob Ash is in, and in the meantime, 
the Grizz are surging, and, and they're, they're having one of the great runs of their program's history. But you guys came back mm-hmm. around on the other side and, and brought a Big Sky title back to Montana State for the first time in a long time. And that 2010 title certainly uh, a launching point that's then set off what's been this outstanding uh, decade and, and change for Montana State that includes, you know, I think six Big Sky titles, eight playoff appearances, beating the Grizz. Uh, more often than not for the first time in a long time. So um, how are you guys able to sort of navigate uh, the, the coaching change and then into then peaking your senior year uh, with a big sky title, a win in Missoula, and a playoff berth? Uh, uh, we had such a tight group of guys uh, between with, with our recruiting class, between me, Mikey, uh, Tanner Ripley, obviously Jordan Craney, Dan Ogden, uh, those guys came in the year after us, but they didn't redshirt. We had such a tight core of guys. Jesse Hoffman, uh, Jason Dialba was a transfer who fit right in right away. You know, it, it was such a tight knit group of guys that we knew we weren't going to let one another fail each other. If that makes sense. I kind of butchered that, but, um, we weren't going to let each other down and we were going to show up every single day that we could to, you know, not just in the weight room, but off the field, whether it's team barbecues to get that true team feeling back that we had been missing for a couple of years, um, going into our senior year in 2010. And, you know, the rest of the guys, they really brought in and, the underclassmen, they were great. Alex Terrian, Conrad Burbank. I mean, they they were as much leaders on that team as anybody. Uh, so it was just a really tight-knit group of guys, and we knew that we had talent, obviously, when it was Daenerys' freshman year, first year starting, and when you have a talent like that, you know that you're capable of doing something. Um, obviously, we wish that it wouldn't have ended in a first round, second round playoff loss. But, you know, those, that season has some of the best memories that I could ever think of um, from my football career and my life. Uh, and we try and keep in touch as best as we can. Uh, everybody obviously has their own families going on now, but, you know, those guys, they're, they hold a special place in my heart. Montana Football Hall of Fame. June 23rd and 24th, Billings Hotel and Convention Center. I believe this is our eighth annual Montana Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Come join us. If you'd like to learn more about tickets, you can visit mtfootballhof.com or visit Universal Athletic locations around the state of Montana. I believe there's 10 of them now. Just uh, visit the Montana Football Hall of Fame website or the Universal Athletic website to find out more about ticket information. Uh, but please join us if you can. Mike Person, one of the inductees to this year's class, a Glendive, Montana native, a guy who played nine seasons in the NFL, and a Montana State alum joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. Um, I've talked to you so much about your NFL career, Mike, so I don't even know where to start. So I, I'm just going to leave the floor open to you. Just, just tell us a good NFL story, because I know you had a roller coaster of a ride from practice squads to then finally making active rosters to then starting and getting long-term contracts and really making it happen. I'm sure it was a complete and utter whirlwind. But, uh, I mean, what 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 do you take away from it? What, what was your favorite NFL moment or, or a, you know, a story that kind of sums up your time in the National Football League? Oh, man, that's a tough one to throw out there right on the spot. But there was a lot of 
really good memories, a lot of great memories, like meeting my wife, having all three of our children while I played. Uh, and there was obviously some bad ones. Uh, and, you know, one of the worst ones was after San Francisco released me in 2011 or 12, after my first year, the Colts claimed me off of waivers. So I think I'm going to, I'm fine. I'm still on an active roster, you know, go out to Indianapolis, spend 10 days out there. And the following Monday, they cut me. So that was really when it hit me that, hey, you, this NFL thing, it, it might not it might not work out because, you know, you're just on your set, second team for only 10 days. Um, but luckily enough, Seahawks took a chance on me, and I was able to start rebuilding my career from there. But, you know, one of my favorite memories, period, was the 2019 NFC Championship game um, where we we ran it down Green Bay's throats, threw the ball eight times the entire game. And our starting center, my best friend, Weston Richburg, he had tore his patella tendon earlier in the year. Um, so he missed about six games leading up to that. And he was kind of our general out there. Um, and it's the same thing that we had in, in, in San Francisco as we had at Montana State, just a really tight-knit group of guys, especially that O-line. And I'll never forget, we're taking our final knee to win that NFC championship, and Weston had hobbled himself down to the sidelines on his crutches, and all, all five of us went over to Weston. Instead of sprinting out and celebrating with the team, the 5-0 linemen, we went over to Weston and – gave him a big hug, made sure he got out there to celebrate with us because he was kind of our rock that year. And unfortunately it had to end early for him, but you know, that, that NFC championship night, that was something that I'll cherish for a very long time. First of all, a great story. Second of all, you had me tripping out for a second because I, I missed the detail. I thought you were implying that Weston came back after a torn patella tendon after six weeks. No, I was like, no, no way. <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. But still a great story nonetheless. Mike Person joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now, our Montana Football Hall of Fame lead-up coverage uh, continues June 23rd and 24th from Billings, Montana. Please join us if you can. Uh, tickets available at all the Universal Athletic outlets across the state of Montana. Uh, last thing for you, Mike, I ask all the Football Hall of Fame inductees this, and I know it's it's tough to kind of put in perspective as, uh, you know, it's so funny because you're retired from your football career on one hand, but you're still a guy that's in your mid-30s, you know, in the prime of your life on the other hand. But ha- have you had a chance to consider the impact that football has made on your life? And if so, what is that impact? How, how has it changed you? How has it influenced uh, where you sit today? I mean, it's it's been huge for my life. Uh, you know, football has brought me so many things, not just learning experiences, good and bad, but like I said earlier, if I didn't play in the NFL, I never would have met my wife. Like we met in San Francisco, my rookie year, I wouldn't have this family that I have right now. So football has been an ever present part of my life and my wife's life. As long as I've known her. So the things that the game brings you, it, the possibilities are endless. You know, it, it, it's tough to put it into words, like you said, but it's just, I mean, I, I'm living in a beautiful neighborhood in Dublin, Ohio, and, you know, that 
that wouldn't have been possible without football. And so the lessons that it teaches you, that's the most important thing because that's, to me, that's the beauty behind any sport is the lessons that it teaches you on and off the field. But the things that it provides you in your life, that what makes it special is you meet all of these people. Like who would have ever thought that my best friend would be from Amarillo, Texas? Like had I not played football, I never would have met some of my best friends. So all the people in my life that are important to me, they're 90% of them are because of football, I'd say. It's amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Mike Person, Montana Football Hall of Fame inductee here on Nuanas Now. Congratulations, buddy. It's great hearing from you. I'll be in touch, uh, but thanks so much for taking some time for us today. Yeah, you bet, Coulter. Thanks for having me on. One of the best, man. The guy's awesome. Pride of Montana. So I always keep trying to remind everybody, it doesn't matter which side of the rivalry you're on, which divide you're on. Kids that come out of Glendive, Montana, and go play 10 years in the NFL, it's a cool story. You should be proud of them as a Montana no matter what, especially when they represent you with such great class and uh, humility like Mike Person has for so long. I I hope he figures out a way to keep football in his life because, as you just heard there, uh, it's been such a huge and important part of his life uh, for the majority of it. So uh, we're happy to – I'm honored to be – writing the biography on Mike Person for the Montana Football Hall of Fame, and, and we're honored to have him here on Nuanas now. Uh, he's always been so gracious with his time and uh, always love catching up with that guy. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, the Montana Football Hall of Fame, June 23rd and 24th from the Billings Hotel and Convention Center. Please join us if you have the opportunity. A whole bunch of high school postseasons finalized today. Where and when are all of the postseasons for high school sports going to play out during the 2023-2024 year? We got the calendar. We'll give you the update, including big news for the city of Missoula. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know If you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. Yeah, I mean, the sooner you call us, the better. You know, we're available 24-7, consultations are free, and when you've been in that accident, insurance companies are going to be jumping all over you to talk. So give us a call first and get yourself an attorney. 406-640-4444 or online, montanaadvocates.com. Free consultations, the Montana Advocates reminding you that you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. It's so entertaining and also just sweet to me that Revolution has blown up, especially around Missoula. They are very popular in this neck of the woods, and they come back to the AMP pretty much annually. I think they've been here for five summers in a row ever since that venue opened up. It's been four or five summers since the AMP. Either way, Revolution's come back pretty much annually. And uh, it's just funny because they're from San Clemente, California, where one of my college roommates was from. So he thought he was so cool knowing these guys from his hometown. They were like this underground sort of reggae band and, and that weren't that famous yet, but we were playing at parties and people would like it. And then boom, here it is. 
it's big time and they're big time. And coming back to Missoula again this summer, August 23rd to be specific. No one is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Let's dive into a prep extra. It's presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. The Montana High School Association today released the locations and dates for a a variety of the uh, state championship events for the 2023-2024 school year. Uh, So here's a look at, quickly, all of the the postseasons for next high school sports season. Class AA Golf will take place September 28th and 29th in Billings at Lake Hills Golf Course. Class A Golf that same weekend, the 29th and the 30th, at the Sydney Country Club. The All-State Band, Chorus, and Orchestra will take place here in Missoula, October 18th through the 20th. Wow, if I'm in town, I'm going to go watch some of that. That sounds sweet. You might call me a nerd. I don't care. I was in band all through high school, and the performance level is is superb at the top level when you're talking about some of those All-State and All-Region, you know, the contests. It's it's super competitive, and it's it's super fun to watch if you ever get a chance. So that'll be at the University of Montana, October 18th through the 20th. The state cross-country meet all-class will be held at Rebecca Farm up in Kalispell, October 21st. All-class state volleyball again returns to Montana State University in Bozeman, November 9th through the 11th. Class AA speech and debate will take place January 26th and 27th at Missoula Hellgate High School. Speech and drama for Class A will be up in Columbia Falls the 26th and the 27th. And BC speech and drama will be in Shoto January 26th and 27th. All-class state swimming will take place in Great Falls February 9th and 10th. The all-class wrestling meet, once again, will take place in Billings at First Interstate Arena at Metro Park February 9th and 10th. Now the ones of really high interest. Class AA state basketball will take place here in Missoula at the University of Montana Text me and correct me if I'm wrong, 406-888-1029. But I believe the last time that State AA basketball was in Missoula, I think was like 20 years ago. I think it was when I was a junior in high school, which to be specific, I think was 19 years ago in 2004. Correct me if I'm wrong. But the, the point stands, it's been few and far between that the AA tournament has been here in Missoula. We'll come back to that here in just a minute. Class A basketball will take place in Butte at the Civic Center. Class B basketball will take place at the Metra in Billings. And State C basketball will take place in Great Falls. By the way, all the state basketball tournaments, March 7th through the 9th. Class C will get started a day early on March 6th. The uh, Class B state golf tournament next spring will take place in Helena, May 3rd and 4th. And... Uh, then there's another state tournament. I, I must have cut off which state tournament this would be. But there's another state tournament up at Shelby at Marias Valley Golf and Country Club. So that's fun. Class C state golf will take place in Hamilton. All class state baseball will take place May 16th through the 18th, but that's at a to be determined site. Uh, class A tennis, Class B C tennis, also TBD. Class AA tennis will take place in Bozeman, May 23rd and 24th. And then softball, Class AA softball will be in Belgrade, May 23rd through the 25th. A softball will be in Lockwood. BC softball will be in Huntley Project. And then for state track, 
The AAC meet will be in Great Falls, May 24th and 25th, and the A and B track meet will be at the Laurel Sports Complex, May 24th and 25th. So there's a, a look at where all your postseasons will take place for the 2023-2024 school year. So this is the school year that's not going on right now, the one that starts in about four months from as we sit here right now. It's our Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. At one point here, I think that there's a lot that goes into uh, bidding for and getting state tournaments, uh, especially when it comes to hoops. And I do think that Missoula was sort of marginalized for a long time when it came to getting state basketball tournaments. And part of that is just due to the success that the University of Montana had in both men's and women's basketball for so long. For what? I I guess you could say the first 50 years of the Big Sky Conference, 1963 to, I guess, 2014, so I guess 51 years, the winner of the Big Sky Tournament excuse me, the winner of the Big Sky Conference regular season title hosted the Big Sky Conference championship tournament. Well, that was the Lady Grizz about two dozen times, so there was basically annually and perennially a Big Sky tournament of the women's variety in Missoula, more often than not during Robin Selvig's 34 years at the helm for Lady Grizz. The men also have, I think, 11 regular season banners for Grizz Hoops, So I think Missoula became an afterthought when it came to hosting state basketball tournaments because they were unavailable more often than not because of the Grizz success, and a lot of times this would overlap. So Missoula wasn't necessarily a part of the bidding process. Well, now here we are. This next basketball season will be the 10th basketball season in which the Big Sky Conference has had a neutral site tournament. And so Missoula, I think, needs to be back in the mix. We've talked about this a lot on this show, but there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect between Missoula and high school sports. There's a lot of people out there listening, I know, that care very much about high school sports, love high school sports, love that we cover high school sports, and we're in that same boat as well. But for whatever reason, I think, well, it's not even for whatever reason, the dynamic the Division I universities in this state, Montana and Montana State, they they cast a shadow, not a bad one, they just cast a shadow over a lot of things in their respective towns. But I do think there was then a fracturing of the interest in high school sports and the support for the high schools in Missoula because there's three AA high schools plus a Class B high school in Missoula, Loyola, and a Class C high school in Valley Christian, so five total high schools, but then also a whole bunch of area high schools as well. I mean, Frenchtown's only 15 minutes from Missoula. There's a Class A school. Florence, Stevensville, Corvallis, Hamilton, Darby. I mean, that's a whole bunch more high schools in the span of, you know, just 50 miles. So I do think that even though there's a lot of support for high school sports around western Montana, people's interests are sort of divvied up a lot of different ways depending on where you live and who your neighbors are and all that. In Bozeman, the other place with the Division I University, You got Bozeman, you got Belgrade, you got Manhattan, and that's about it. It's not nearly the amount of different places with high schools in a concentrated area. And I also think that Bozeman itself, having just Bozeman High School for so long, you could be fans of the Hawks and fans of the Bobcats. That's kind of how it was. So, um, you know, now that's obviously different with Bozeman Gallatin coming about, Belgrade coming about. I just think it's interesting that 
for whatever reason, a lot of times Missoula is sort of the last option for high school sports in the state of Montana. And I hope that that changes because I think Missoula has so much to offer, even though Missoula is, you know, basically Missoula and Bozeman are fighting it out to be the second most populated town in Montana. It's not a fight I want Missoula or Bozeman to win, but it is it is what it is, and we have to accept it. But still, even though this is over 100,000 people in this county and, and that use this, you know, urban epicenter as, uh, you know, sort of its center point on a daily basis, Missoula is still a small town. And so bringing several thousand people to town for a tournament, they're going to come here, stay here, check out the town, go out to dinner, stay at the hotels. That's all good for the Missoula economy. So I hope that we can continue to push forward and try to get these big tournaments here. It's great for an entertainment standpoint. It brings positivity to the community. It lets lets other people from around Montana see what Missoula has to offer. You know, I also think it's like like the old bumper sticker says, right? Missoula Missoula is the, the coolest town five minutes away from Montana, right? Like, and, and, and you can feel that. There's certain parts of Missoula that are different than Montana in a variety of ways, whether you're talking about the socioeconomics, um, the politics. There's a whole bunch of things that are different than a lot, most other places in Montana, but there's also things about Missoula that are distinctly Montana. And so, you know, sometimes you get the, the, the people from more rural parts of the state or, you know, more agricultural-based parts of the state, whatever. There's, yeah, we don't want to go to Missoula with all those stinky hippies. Well, there's a lot more to Missoula than that, and I think that there's a lot for us to show off. I think Missoulians are phenomenal hosts. I think this town really does a great job of bringing people in that come in from, from out of town. And so I hope this is the beginning of a trend, the AA tournament being uh, here in the Garden City. I hope that we can get more tournaments like it, more meets and events and, and things like that. Because I just, you know, it might not help the might, might not quote unquote help the Missoula economy as much as it helps some of the other smaller towns, but it still helps it, and it's also just cool. And I hope that we can then make people want to come back to Missoula. T- tourism is such a huge deal in Montana, and it's such a huge part of the Missoula County economy. But so many of the people that are coming here from out of state, I want the people from in-state to come here and feel welcome when they're in Missoula. So, I don't know. I just, I've been thinking about that a lot. Thanks for letting me rant on it for a little while. But the news of the day when it comes to all the postseasons, the AA basketball tournaments will be here uh, in Missoula, Montana, next March 7th through the 9th. So, that uh, should be a, a fun time next spring, about 11 months from now. Prep Extra, presented by... Farmer's State Bank. You can visit FarmersEbank.com to see how Farmer's State Bank can help you with any and all of your banking needs. NBA playoffs tonight, couple big ones. I'm a little bit stuck on the fence. I need some advice before we go to the machine, although I have been rolling when it comes to betting the NBA playoffs. Can the Bucks rally with Giannis back in the lineup? Can the Lakers step on the Lakers' throats? We'll talk NBA next. Keep it right here. No one is now ESPN Radio. Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company on behalf of both ESPN Missoula and Skyline Sports. 
here with some of our friends from Blackfoot Communications, one of our great business partners at both entities. They've done so much for us in helping us develop so many different things at Skyline Sports. Also help bring you our ESPN Radio podcast network as well. We're here with Hannah Kreiss from Blackfoot Communications. She is a business development representative. Tell people just about your history at Blackfoot. How long have you been at Blackfoot? Yeah, I've been at Blackfoot three years now. When it comes to just uh, your actual job title, what is it that you do? I mean, what is your primary things that uh, go on in your day-to-day at Blackfoot? Yeah, so I target and work with small businesses um, and just helping them get connected to internet and phone services, just smaller grade equipment and services that they might need and not all of the bigger enterprise. What's your favorite part about your job at Blackfoot? I like connecting with people and meeting new people and going out and just having those conversations and getting to know them in the community. And how about just the organization in general? I mean, it it seems like such a great company to work for. Yeah, absolutely. It's very community-based, very family-oriented inside as well, and it's definitely very enjoyable. If you want to find out more about Blackfoot Communications in general, visit goblackfoot.com. Great website, very easy to navigate. They can help you with all sorts of things, from small business development to any sort of fiber, internet, communications, anything like that. Small business networking, all of it. Visit goblackfoot.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. If you want to see a, a truly insane musician... And I mean that as a complete compliment. I mean insane in his manic way of performing. Go to the Kettle House Amphitheater on September 7th. Isaac Brock, the lead singer of Modest Mouse, is a crazy man, and he's so fun to watch uh, on stage. So uh, maybe we'll see you there. A little Modest Mouse for you here on your Monday. You missed anything in today's show, jam-packed show, Montana Football Hour, Montana State Heavy, because the Bobcats hosted the Sunny Holland Classic on Saturday so we gave you some impressions, a breakdown here from Brent Vegan, head coach of the Bobcats, as well as Tommy Malott and McKay O'Reilly, a couple juniors expected to play big roles for MSU. We also talked to Mike Person as part of our Montana Football Hall of Fame interview series. He is a Glendive Montana product who played nine seasons in the National Football League, one of our inductees for the Montana Football Hall of Fame. We also gave you the dates of each and every postseason event for high school sports. Next school year, 2023-2024. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast. Apparently presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, and the MSU Bookstore. I was telling these guys, I've been totally hooked on the NBA playoffs. And I've been watching the games pretty intently. But when it goes to a commercial, I usually have my other channel on the NHL playoffs. The Stanley Cup playoffs, as it were. And by the way, we are going to uh, institute a new segment around here, which will be fun. Mike Anderson, Grizz Hockey Coach, is going to join us once a week on Wednesdays at 5.30 to break down uh, the NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs. So excited to have Mike in studio. Just be, you know, 10, 15 minutes talking Stanley Cup. But we know we have a lot of hockey followers around here, so that's coming up. But the other thing I was switching between yesterday while watching the Kings and the Warriors was the USFL game featuring uh, the New Jersey Generals. Mostly because one of the most fun play players I can remember covering, I know he didn't have the team success that maybe you'd hope for for a guy that's been playing pro football you know, for the better part of a decade now, but Dakota Prukop was the starting quarterback in the USFL for the New Jersey Generals. Uh, he himself is also a Montana State product, and uh, he got caught in the wash. Sometimes college sports is so much about timing, but individual talent-wise, Prukop was definitely one of the best athletes we've covered uh, during our time running Skyline Sports over the last 10 years or so. 
Prukop's actually um, final season at Montana State was our first season of covering uh, the Big Sky Conference at large at Skyline Sports. So he was sort of a part of our origin story. And he, now here he is. He was in the CFL for a while. Now he's playing in the USFL. And yesterday he had 184 yards passing, 21 yards rushing, threw a touchdown, and ran in a touchdown. So uh, we'll keep you up to date with what's going on with Big Sky guys and the pros. But that's the latest in terms of the USFL. We'll, we'll find some other guys on some uh, USFL rosters as well and uh, give you uh, a heads up. But thanks to Rick for the call to remind on that as well. I wanted to mention that today anyways. But uh, Rick and Billings gave us a call and uh, and told us all about it. We got a couple NBA games tonight. I know we only have about four minutes to break them down here. But when it comes to uh, analyzing the scope of a series, I do think when you're placing the bets on NBA games – Sometimes there's just times where you just got to, the rhythm of the series has got to dictate rather than the in-depth analysis of the matchup. For example, the Miami Heat are up 2-1 to one on the Milwaukee Bucks. Part of that is because Giannis Antetokounmpo went out in game one and the Bucks faded and Miami got up one nothing. And then with Giannis out again, Miami got one at home in Miami behind a great performance by Jimmy Butler. But Giannis is back tonight. So regardless of what the line is and regardless of what the total is, I'm hammering the Bucks because I just cannot imagine the Bucks with Giannis going down 3-1. to one. I, I just can't see it. I was super down on Miami coming in the playoffs. The zombie heat are certainly making me eat my words. Jimmy Butler's in full playoff mode. He's been going crazy. <laughs> At some point, you just got to realize that the, the formula is tried and true. You could have said for six years, uh, Jimmy Butler lost a step. He's not very good. Uh, Chicago traded him because they thought it was over for him. But you just got to realize you just got to deal with the ebbs and flows and, and sort of the melancholy attitude from time to time during the regular season because guess what? Jimmy Butler is a dog. When he, it's the playoffs, he is absolutely stepping up. And when he steps up, all of a sudden, he becomes one of the best go-to guys in the whole league. So I'm eating my words when it comes to the Heat, but I still can't imagine the Heat winning tonight. I think the Bucks go in there and they uh, they drop the hammer and even the series 2-2. Two to two. The other game, though, <laughs> the other game is hilarious because the Lakers are coming. The Lakers have been coming We've been talking about it around here. I was more on that bandwagon than than anybody else around here. But it's still this polarizing narrative because the Lakers, you love them or you hate them. The, the media is always talking about them. They got LeBron James, who still commands so many eyes. There's so many different factors to this. So the Lakers at the same time could be coming and be overrated at the same time. But they could truly put the notion of the overrated part, not necessarily to rest, but certainly keep pushing it behind them if they can stomp on the Grizzlies' throats tonight. The Lakers are up 2-1. It's in Memphis. Man, this, this is going to be a, a wild affair. Do you have any thoughts on either of these two games tonight, Andrew? No, let's just give an update, though. It's sure. 25-19 oh, Bucks right now. Oh, I forgot the, the Bucks, uh, Chicago, or excuse me, the Bucks heat game started at 5.30. That's right. Yep, so uh, just under four minutes to go in the first. Giannis has been good. He's got seven points, three assists already. Jimmy Butler has been on fire, and he's the only he reason the Heat are close in this game. Jimmy Butler's got 13 points eight minutes into the game. 
It's amazing, man. It's just so crazy the level that some of these guys can take it to the playoffs. If you're an NBA hater, I totally agree when you say that these guys sleepwalk through December. I totally agree. But don't skip the games in April because of the perception of what you have these guys doing in September. Jimmy Butler's a totally different deal when it comes to the NBA playoffs. So uh, it should be fun tonight to watch all this go down. We have a, a jam-packed show for you again tomorrow. I spent all day planning out uh, the week for you, and it's, so it's going to be a good week. We got more uh, Bobcat and Grizz spring ball comparisons and conversation. Jaden Green from the Grizz track team will join us in studio. We also have our Treasure State Stars, featuring some of the best individual performances from around the state over the last week. We also have stupid NFL predictions. We're just going to reread our Sports Illustrated and then argue about it. It'll be great radio fodder. We'll see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. This is ESPN Radio. What's up, everybody? It's Coulter Nuanez from your favorite daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now, which airs live each weekday between 4 and 6 p.m. on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and worldwide on the ESPN MT app. And of course, as you're listening right now, you can always find Nuanas Now archived as well on the Nuanas Now podcast. One of the biggest events on campus every single year at Montana State is the MSU Spring Rodeo. Get rodeo ready with the MSU Bookstore all month long. MSU Rodeo tees and equine accessories will be available starting on April 10th. All month long, you can get three t-shirts for $25, two crewnecks for $50, or two hoodies for $55. Go check out all the great rodeo gear at the Montana State Bookstore on the MSU campus. The Montana State Bookstore also does a great job of giving back some of their proceeds to help reduce textbook costs for students across the MSU community. And of course, it's your go-to place to get your blue and gold on game day or any other day. Montana State's rodeo team, as prestigious and nationally powerful as they come. So if you're planning on heading to the spring rodeo, swing by the MSU Bookstore first. When you're in need of some Bobcat gear, Go check out the Montana State Bookstore located in the Strand Union Building on the Montana State campus in Bozeman, Montana.